I will say this. Shout out to the Spurs crew, Daniel Ashcraft, Kikarillo, all those guys. We saw it in the truck and we had the footage, but we never put it on the air because there's no oh. reason to give this clown any more airtime than he already gets. Welcome to your latest and greatest edition of What Did I Miss? The podcast that everyone was asking for and we delivered on. Gabe, yeah. Paige, my name's Michelle. This is, uh, it's been an interesting week, to say the less, around the world, but we're going to try to just sort of have a break from that for a minute and talk some stuff. Uh, everybody have a good weekend? First of all, I want to start by there because that's yeah, what Yeah, I had a great weekend. Do. I had okay. a better weekend than Gabe because I did not run a marathon. <laughs> yeah, I did see that, Gabe. What's wrong with you? Are you, are you okay? I ran a marathon. I turned 40 and I decided I was going to run it faster than I did at 24. And that happened. So, you know, F you 40. That's all I got. Wow. Yeah. Mazel, dude. Thank you. Class. Thank you very much. All right. Did oh. you have a giant beer afterwards? I had multiple giant beers. Uh, my body doesn't work. I could not. Uh, I, won't, I won't bother you with the details, but basic things you like to do in the morning, sitting down places, couldn't do it. Can't. Can't move my legs. <laughs> Does that make sense? You following that, Beetle? Oh. So you can't poop? Is that? Did you just <laughs> tell us you can't <laughs> poop? I'm, I'm wow. I, can, I, can. I ran a marathon I, once before, and I, well, that was not a thing that happened afterwards. I, but I all right. could do that part. It's the sitting down part is the hard part. <laughs> this is hurting me right now, sitting uh, down You know what? Give it a couple you. more days. I'm a trooper, Beetle, like you Pickle said. Pickle juice no, and chocolate wow. milk. Mix them together. Well, no, no, it's not the digestive part. It's the muscle part. <laughs> the digestion, doing just fine. <laughs> Whatever. Well, Beetle, you said it. The world needed this podcast, and I'm here to help you make it. So oh. here I am. Yeah. At your service. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Well, there was, um, it's, it's, it was one of those weird weekends where there, there was sports, obviously, as college basketball had its day, uh, NBA obviously keeps things going and, but it was also, there were a lot of other things to sort of pay attention to. I think the thing that we want to just start this bad boy off with is what in the world is going on with the amnesia of, and I love Daryl Morey and I love NBA fans and I love the NBA, but why, why? Do we continue to pretend like James Harden is going to change into a different human being than what he is? I believe it was the great Maya Angelou who once said, when people show you who they are, believe them the first time or the second time or the third time and now possibly the fourth time. I feel like I'm in watching Charlie Brown over and over again and it's ridiculous just running towards that football and it getting lifted up and I don't understand what James Harden has done what kind of charm he has what it is that he's got on people that they continue to fall for this uh, I, I I root for I, I'm not against the guy look there are obviously players in the league that I don't root for and, and I don't want to see succeed and he's not really one of them I don't have an opinion in that regard I just don't understand it are you guys as shocked as I am that we continue to sort of do that. By the way, 13 months. This is the second team in 13 months. Like this isn't, you know, he didn't leave some weird team in the middle of nowhere and he wanted to go to the big city and see. Uh, no, he left Brooklyn, a team that he wanted to be at, but now saying that he didn't want to be at, to be in Philadelphia, another pretty decent sized city with a great fan base. I don't understand why we're allowing this to continue to happen and pretend like this time it'll be different. What am I missing? Well, uh... I agree with you. Full stop. I know Gabe doesn't, so I'll start with that. 
I uh, remember <laughs> I remember being on this podcast and saying something to the effect of I've never I don't remember him ever being on a team that ever had any success. I think he's good but makes teams worse. I said something to that effect, but but they've won two games mm. with him there and I hear people like Kendrick Perkins comparing the two of them to Kobe and Shaq or Magic and Kareem. They scored more points as a trio with Tyrese Maxey in two games than like Sacrilege. any trio ever. They're out the foul line all day long. Nobody can stop putting them there. I think it might be working. The okay, process so is, is over. This is what's wrong with humans, right? Like we are, we are supposed to be the most intelligent creatures on the planet. We've evolved. We can use our hands. We're, you know, we're great. We're great. But we're also supposed to have the ability to sort of process things that happen, learn from that, and possibly change what we do moving forward based on what we've learned. To me, this feels like you've got a couple. They've been married for a while. They go to couples counseling. They're saying, hey, you need to keep it fresh. You need to start going on dates. You're taking her for granted or vice versa. Put a little spark in it. Maybe plan something. And they do all that, right? You go to counseling. You do that for like the first month after counseling. And then it slowly dies again. And then you're back to where you started. That's what this is. This is the honeymoon phase. Now, do I think it helps a little bit possibly that Daryl Morey is there? And for some reason, there is a connection between the two? Maybe. But Joel Embiid is not the first superstar that James Harden has been next to. He's had Chris Paul. He had Russell Westbrook. He had Kyrie. He had Durant twice. Now, I'm not going to hold OKC against them. They were all very young. And that was just sort of an embryonic stage of these guys becoming what they are today. But he's had these chances and he's burned those bridges. He had Dwight Howard in Houston. Dwight Howard opted out. There were rumors that he wanted him traded and he wanted Kevin McHale fired. Kevin McHale got fired. Then he wants out of Houston. No, before he gets Chris Paul. Gets Chris Paul. Rumors that they wouldn't even talk to each other after a while. This is all fun and games until it's not. Now, the problem here is I really like Joel Embiid. I like him as a player. I think he's fun to watch. I like when he talks. I think he's funny and he gets it. I like Daryl Morey. I just feel like they've hitched their wagon to a person who is not equipped or ready or able to take this thing to the next level. Um, I didn't even realize. I was reading stories about James Harden. Like, I didn't realize that... They would stay in cities because he was running the Rockets when he was there. And that was partly why I think Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook were sort of turned off by the whole thing is that they saw how much he had them wrapped around his little finger. But they would stay in the cities overnight that James Harden liked. So you can imagine which fun cities those are. Uh, if he was anywhere near Vegas, he would fly there. And that that's the thing. Like Dennis Rodman. Oh, Michelle, Dennis Rodman used to do it. Yes, he did. He also has five championships. Okay, so Dennis Rodman earned the right to do stuff like that because he showed up. I don't remember Dennis Rodman quitting in the middle of a playoff game to the point where the people announcing the game also noticed. I don't get it. It's there are people in life that you we have them in our circles of friends that you just sort of go like, I don't get it. How does this person keep getting these chances? What is it I'm not seeing? And this is one of the biggest examples for me that it's a lot of smart people seem to keep getting duped by this guy. And I just... Now, if they win the whole thing this year, which no chance, but let's say they do, do we have to just forget about all this stuff? Does his legacy now get to live on? Is that all that takes? Uh, well, he's already minted as a top 75 player of all time. Isn't which he? is bull. <laughs> That's stupid, um, by the way. <laughs> are you are you saying, I'm going to make sure I have this right. Are you saying that uh, a decade of tape and all kinds of reporting all of that is not negated by him giving a funny look when Joel Embiid chugged some water. <laughs> is that what you're saying, Beetle? 
I'm saying, oh, didn't he also fall? Like he fell off the the chair or something? something. Yeah, I just, I think James Harden's like, you know, fun guy. I bet it's super fun to party with him and go to those fun establishments with all these lovely people. I think it would be the most fun. I think he's probably hilarious to be around. Would I want him on my team if my team is trying to win a championship? No. The only saving grace that might work, and, and I say that hesitantly, is that they're picking him up with, what, 20 games left in the season? This is the time that James Harden shines. It's that honeymoon, honeymoon, honeymoon phase, and they only have to have him be great for this one chunk of time. Maybe the timing works out. Maybe it is such that, like, I I don't know. I mean, they'd certainly have to beat Brooklyn. Like, you certainly have to finish off better than Brooklyn did because if you don't, then not just James Harden's legacy, but Daryl Morey's as well. They give up things. Like, when they were in – they gave up a lot to get James Harden in places, and it doesn't seem to pan out, and he doesn't seem to care. And when he's bored and doesn't want to be there anymore, he's going to leave. And you will have nothing to show for it once again. Are you saying, Beetle? again, I need to clarify, <laughs> that even though he and Joel Embiid took pictures of them lifting weights right after that Timberwolves win, you're not totally convinced of his work ethic? Is that what you're saying? <sighs> yeah, I believe I am, Gabe. I believe I am. Uh, I am not convinced of his work ethic. He is not like the LeBron James, the Giannis, like those guys, we... Whether we wanted to or not, we know how much time and money and effort they put into their conditioning. We also know that James Harden does not. We've seen him come back. Although, I still don't understand last time. Was it like a fat suit and then he took the fat suit off and then he was like (laughs) ready to go underneath? I still don't really understand what we were seeing. It was like a weird optical illusion. Uh, Yeah, I don't. And I don't blame James Harden. I don't think your career should be everything that you are. I don't think James Harden eats, breathes, sleeps basketball like some people do. And that's, I don't care. That's fine. I, I prefer a well-rounded human than a not. But let's not pretend that he does, okay? Lifting a couple pounds and pretending that you love your team for the first day that you're there, that's not, that's not it. But hey, Philly fans, I hope for your sake this pans out because I like the rest of your team. <laughs> do you think part of it is that like he's not in on it with us? Like he's not making fun of himself. Like he's not, doesn't seem to be self-aware at least. I mean, that's the thing, like, but you know why I don't think he can be? It's because he hasn't won it yet. Like, I think Mm -hmm. if you win it, again, I go back to Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, like, that, it was a, that was the thing. Like, they joked about it. Like, he would get on a plane and, you know, Jack Haley, whoever would go with him and they'd fly to Vegas and they'd meet him wherever. Because he could. And I think that if James Harden had that resume or those rings to back it up, even one ring, good Lord, at this point, then maybe he'd be able to laugh at himself a little bit more. But it's just still a little tense because you're doing all the things that somebody who's earned that right does, but you don't have the hardware to sort of back it up. And so he's kind of stuck in a weird position. Now, I don't, or maybe he just can't laugh at himself. He should because there's a lot to laugh at, but I I don't know yet. I have no idea. I just think this is. A I've bad been idea. mostly sarcastic this whole way through, but now I want to ask a, gen, a genuine question. That's not right. I looked through sure. like his, his uh, record, and just you know, yeah. we obviously know he puts up numbers for years. Is it possible? And I don't believe this, but is it possible <laughs> that he just is incredibly unlucky, and his prime happened to coincide with one of the greatest dynasties of all time in the Warriors? And then he bumps into people like Joel Embiid and some others. Like he just never gotten past teams that were all time great. And is it possible that like we hold him to an unfair standard because he played at a time where how the hell were you going to get out of the West? 
Well, it wasn't even just getting out of the wet. Look, I, I specifically remember the Spurs series and it was game six and it was just, it was a remarkable thing to watch. Like I remember him dribbling down and it was like, he just like, he gave up. Like I remember I used to run track and I won and I won the 800 meter. And one time this girl was starting to pass me and I just quit. I literally stopped. My parents were like, oh, that's it. Because they knew, like, I'm a quitter. I was a quitter and a sore sport, and I quit track that following Monday. Like, that was what I saw. I was like, he just quit. Because he was like, oh, we're not going to win. I, you know, I've been out partying. I'm tired, this, that, and the other. It's when they were doing all the playing every single game, which I always thought was kind of stupid. I was like, why would you rather be the guy who played every game versus the guy who goes long in the playoffs? But yeah, that's just me. He's had the pieces. He's been around the pieces that should at least have taken him a little bit further. No, I'm not going to give him that excuse um, because he's also had the pieces that he demanded at times right. and the situations that he demanded at times. And so at some point you have to have accountability. You can't have this list of accolades that you have and all the things that you've done in sixth man and this and that scoring and then have nothing to show for it. Like, I don't think his legacy is good right now, but I, I, I seem to be in the minority because every time I hear people talking about it, it's a lot of like gushing and he's the this is the best and this is going to work. And I'm just sort of sitting here like, am I the asshole? Because I don't think it's going to work. But <laughs> well, maybe I am. <laughs> me neither. But another counter argument, I guess, would be so I'm curious what you think of this. Well, yeah, but, you know, a lot of those great players he played with, they were, you know, they were guys on the perimeter. They were guards. They were guys who needed the ball in their hand. I could smarter people could come up with the arguments. This is a case where, the, I mean, as absurd as a Shaq-Kobe comparison is, sorry, Kendrick Perkins, um, I get it <laughs> because it's guy who, ca who holds the ball and big man and they can do some pick and roll stuff and they can sort of share the court better, at least from a layperson's perspective. So is there anything to that? Maybe just like... Well, he had Dwight Howard. He yeah. had Dwight Howard. Yeah, that's And he had, he had a good version of Dwight Howard. And that couldn't even work. Like Dwight Howard comes with his own set of baggage and drama that we've all witnessed through the years. And a lot of people think sometimes a lot of that got sort of took him away from how great he really is as like a physical player. And we got very distracted by everything off the court. But he had Dwight Howard for three seasons. Like, I just think he just rubs people the wrong way eventually. And when that happens, it's sort of like... A light goes on. Everybody wants to leave the room. It's like it's over. And so I, I think the timing for the Sixers might be the only positive in this entire thing. Because like I said, you only need him for a short period of time to just go in there and be great and take care of business. So yeah, if that's if that's what people are looking at for this as to quote unquote work, maybe. But if it's a long term, yeah, he's going to team up with Joe. I mean, also they're going to oh, his next contract is going to be for seven bazillion dollars. That's ridiculous. So, like, good luck. Good luck to anyone who has to pick that up and wants to do that. But they will. God, I love the NBA. It's fantastic. Sports. <laughs> Sports. Hashtag. <clears throat> That's my James Harden take. I I, uh, I spent the weekend just confused because people I respect and like and follow and just one after another, like, oh, this 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 could be it. This might work. I'm like, but based on what? No history. That's for damn sure. So if they win... If they win, what what's the what's the bet here? What's the what what will we do? What will you do if they win? I will get a James Harden tattoo on my forehead. <laughs> uh, Great. I will get clip it. A stack of dollar bills tattooed somewhere on my body. No, I uh, I look I like I said I really like Joel Embiid, and if it, if they 
pull it off, then I would be very happy for him and Daryl Morey and, and Tobias Harris. Like, I, I like them. Um, I would like to be proven wrong, put it that way. Like, I don't want to be right here. <laughs> Guys, being right a lot is not... Maybe maybe the whole rest of the team is like too cool, like Matisse Thibault. Like they're too right? great that they needed a villain, and that'll be the difference maker for well, them. Well, they definitely have one now. They definitely have. And by the way, that's the thing about James Harden too. He's not like actively disliked. You know, there are players that mm-hmm. just actively dislike. They sort of make a physical reaction happen when you see their face. Yada yada. He, I don't think he's that guy. I just don't want him on my team. That's it. That's it's just that simple. I don't. I'd be sad if the Spurs ever had him. Yeah. Hey, you mentioned Matisse. Do we know where he got his pizza from? He posted a picture of himself in a subway eating pizza. I haven't seen it, no. Well, I mean, shoot, they're down. God, yeah, it's probably one. It could be like a, what is it, Joe's Pizza? I'm worried he went Michael Scott and was like, hey, let me take you to my favorite No, don't say it. He was in Midtown at the Garden. There is a little worried that he didn't know where to go. Oh, my God, I hope not. Well, isn't there some stuff down in Penn Station, like, like there's some, yeah, there's some grimy by like the slice stuff down there. I, you, you might do all right, but you could also yeah. fall for the like uh, two for two dollar thing that's all around there, and those oh, are those no. are disgusting. So no, well, he paid for it later if that's what he did, and I think we all know yep. that's true. Okay, well, I feel like we've talked about James Harden, you guys. I feel do better. You feel better. I feel like, I feel like you, you got a lot out of you, but I, I, I worry for you, beads, that what's going to happen. Here's my prediction. You you and I have worked in this business for a while. You know this is true. What's happening right now, mm-hmm. and I think this weekend was the tipping point, is that the networks that, that you know we like and where our friends work uh realize, oh crap, I don't I don't really think I'm gonna have much of a LeBron storyline this postseason. Like I don't I, I don't think, think we're gonna be able to talk about that for very long. <laughs> and the Warriors are just kind of there and good, but I don't know. Like we need something. And they're like, this is juicy. And I think you're going to keep hearing about this for a few weeks until something more interesting comes along. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, look, I mean, at least in that, in this case, it's teams that are, you know, in it, like they're, they're relevant as far as we're heading towards the playoffs. Anything that gets the Lakers off of any of my earwaves. Like I I just, the, the number of nationally televised games that I've seen, not just the Lakers and the Knicks for that matter. I've seen more Knicks games than a person should see. And I lived there for 13 (laughs) years. It's very bizarre, but like, I, I, I just, yeah, I'm okay with it because a, it's new drama, B it's different people and C these teams are relevant and actually have a shot at making a push. So I'm okay with that. And you know, it's going to be interesting to see like the Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Philly thing is going to be, Great. And if when Durant comes back and if, if New York does, in fact, lift this these mandates, I mean, that's a whole it's like a fresh season for the Brooklyn Nets. Then I then I'll be very interested to see what happens. I didn't even think about that. The whole <laughs> craziness with Kyrie changes dramatically. Oh, yeah. If like the governor makes a different decision. I didn't even think about that. That's wild. Yep. Which, you well, know, no, it fe- it's a pub- there's like- a public and a private thing. So I think New York, I think they already said they're going to lift the like government mandate, I guess, or whatever. But there's like a private business one specifically with Barclays where that becomes an issue. Surely they're going to be like, yeah, we don't care. If they have political air cover, they're going to suddenly change the rules. Shockingly. Yeah, so I think that's going to be good. I think, what is it, TNT? Is that March 10th when it's Philly and Brooklyn? But we don't know if, like, I don't think there's going to be a Ben Simmons or... I don't know. I don't know yet. I mean, we forget about Ben Simmons in this whole thing. Like, we haven't seen that dude play in two years. Well, I'm like, but I think what's Hard- that Harden like? tied Hard- Harden like had more threes in one game than he did in than Ben had in like his life. 
500 games or something. That's mean. Yeah, that's what he does. He shoots the ball. Stats. Hashtag stats. (laughs) You know, yeah, I'm not going to argue. He can score like a mother, but God. At what cost? I know, at what cost? That's our A block. That's our A block, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Right? We got to do the things things Mm -hmm. you missed. You didn't miss Harden. You missed a bunch of other stuff, though, Beats. No, I did miss a bunch of other stuff. Take a quick break. Come back. I definitely missed a bunch of other stuff. We'll be right back. What did I miss? A weekend full of a lot of things. Uh, A lot going on in the world. Um, So I surely missed something. Something must have gotten by me, right? I think a lot got by you, Beetle, including this story, which you definitely don't care about, but some of the listeners might. Derek Jeter has stepped down as the CEO of the Miami Marlins. Uh, That was a big surprise to a lot of people on Monday, but here's a little little bit of the the bite from Derek that I want to run by you. He said, now is the right time for me to step aside as a new season begins. Hmm. Is Derek maybe like showing his hand a little bit? Maybe we are about to have baseball. Maybe Derek knows something. Or what if he's using those words as sort of a front and he knows something we don't know that this lockout's not near ending and it's going to get ugly. And he's like, I'm out. I don't want, I'm not. Cause you know, if there's one thing we know about Derek Jeter, he was never about that drama. Like the most drama he had was the women he right. dated. That was it. You know, baskets and whatnot. But it wasn't signed ever some, really. Signed the... some letters to prevent that drama. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, so I, I feel like maybe he knows that this is not done and going to uh, get really ugly. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I don't know. But like, I always think about people like Derek Jeter. Like, if I'm Derek Jeter, I'm never working another day in my life. There it is. Period. Yep, I agree. Ever. I don't want a job. I, think he just woke I don't want up people and was bothering like, me. What? Yeah. Yeah. I, I got all the money I what need. I, I got my do? family. I got. I need nothing else. So let's just go live. That's what I would do if I was Derek Jeets. I do not dream of labor. Ever. Imagine like somebody having to tell me where I need to be. No, never again. That's never happening again. I mean, I just poorly quoted it, but it's that thing where they're like, well, what tell me, what's your dream job? And it's like, (laughs) I don't dream of labor. What are you talking about? I don't have a dream job. That's insane. God, why haven't I been using that? Okay, fair enough. Speaking of jobs. Good luck, Jeets. Yep. Speaking of jobs, um, over the weekend, Bucks lineman Ali Marpet, who's a fascinating person, honestly, everyone Google him. He's really interesting. But he retired from the Bucks at only 28 years old. Why? He just said he was done. He got everything he needed to out of his career, and he's excited to go do other things. So my question for you is, do you think this oh. is like a trend that we'll start to see more? I think this comes up every few years when another like 27 to 29-year-old retires after you know without injury right he's perfectly healthy i was gonna say because we always assume like oh no what's wrong right like, that's no the, the first thing we think i By mean all measures he's <laughs> just me, wants to do something else let me take from my first sentiment on the first story and further it <laughs> if i can retire at 28 i'm gonna retire at 28 because i don't want to work i don't want people telling me where to be i don't want people calling me i don't want people asking for stuff yeah i'm gonna go do what i want when i want boom congratulations happy retirement and whatever's next i'm sure he's yeah. got like great things he wants to do but maybe not maybe he just wants to chill i'm he's, for that yeah his, his like i'm gonna mess this up but his dad is like a fashion designer in new york his mom is like a musician what? like he comes from a really interesting background and family yeah wow this might be my new f- i'm gonna do some maybe some we can get him on, him on the show All right. I, yeah. I hear he likes to chat with people maybe we can get ali on the show to explain it to us <laughs> Is there also, please, God, Allie knows something. Please, please be on to something. Is this maybe further proof that Tom Brady really is gone forever? Like he wouldn't, he wouldn't retire if Tom Brady was coming back eventually. Oh, wow. 
Or maybe he knows if Tom Brady comes back, there's no way he's going to Tampa. Right. So either so way. So he better get the hell out of there too. Yeah. He's like, I don't want to be here anymore. And now I'm like, I, you know, I always want to know like, well, how much money did you make? Did you make enough to retire? I worry about things like that for people that I don't know at all. <laughs> but you know what? I'll go down that rabbit hole after the podcast. <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's, that's the dad in me going, are you, are you sure? Did yeah. you invest wisely? Talk to okay. me about your investments. <laughs> Where are you on that? Okay, good. Congratulations, sir. Congratulations. Uh, I got an NFL player kind of doing the opposite here. So Kyler Murray's only 24 years old, and his agent put out a... Oh, I'd retire. Well, (laughs) I mean... (laughs) If I could retire at 24... Call it. Sorry. The the agent who... uh, Well... He put out a lengthy statement that le- the beginning of the statement was that Kyler just wants to be direct to his fans. And then there was like mm. six paragraphs of just indirect, indirect ramble that basically, in my opinion, <laughs> oh boiled my down to Kyler just wants to be paid more money, period. I, I don't know yeah. if you saw that story or the people tweeting about it, but like, are we just going to every team going to get held hostage by their quarterback f- every offseason for the rest <laughs> of time? Is this just how it works? Yes, I say yeah. Well, yeah, if, if you're in a position, um, first of all, <laughs> let's not gloss over the fact that Kyler Murray's been doing the social media passive-aggressive game for months now. So that's, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. not direct, not even a little direct. Um, mm-hmm. The irony of a of a thesis on how he wants to be direct and at the end is just you want more money. Again, anything that's coming out of an agent's mouth is geared towards getting more money, the most money yeah. you can get. Period. He should have just wrote on a piece of paper with letterhead, I'm an agent, you can figure it out. Boom, done. And that would have been <laughs> fine because like that's your job is to go get money. So, you know, yeah, I think this is the this is sports though, right? Like your star player, they're going to demand and do what they can to get as much as they can. And if they can get away with it, of course it's going to keep going. Why wouldn't it? Uh, has to. It has to. I think that the thing that people smarter than me are going to pick apart here is, okay, how do you... How do you think this works, dude? We can't give the quarterback all the money and give the quarterback the pieces you're going to complain that he doesn't have right. if he has all the money. So which is it? That's like, what you your guy was good to... at, by the way, Gabe. Your guy, Tommy B, was good at that. My guy? Yeah. He... Oh, yeah. Oh, yo, he yo. Was good at that. famously took so many discounts. Gabe's guy, Tommy B. <laughs> oh, there was so much BS in that narrative <laughs> about how he was taking a discount. Yeah, okay. Look into how, how many different ways they were paying him and hooking him up in that franchise. Look into that. Wow. Well, anyway. yeah, of course. I mean, I'm, he's not a saint. I'm not doing this for free. But I also understand the economics of it. I need pieces, as Giselle told us. He can't do it all. So yeah, I mean that's you're gonna have <laughs> yeah. to figure it out. But he's a young guy. I don't know. I don't know who his agent is. I stopped caring about agents a while ago. But like I, you know, I just go get your money, son. Go get it. It's a very short career, but it's not his a good agent, start. If it means anything to you, his agent, uh, oh, who I, I've met once or twice. Uh, at one point, was uh, was in Johnny Menzel's camp. Oh, is so, it? Uh, oh, okay, Eric. Something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, I know Burkhart. 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 Yeah. Burkhart. Go get Burkhart. that. Burkhart. Yeah. Go get that cash. Yeah. Mortgages don't pay themselves. That's right. What else? Nope. <laughs> uh, well, just a, I would say a weekly, maybe bi-weekly reminder that Steph Curry is an alien. He's an absolute Amen. alien of a person. There's yet another warm-up video that went viral where he starts close to the basket and just takes a couple steps back and a couple steps back. And he's then at half court, hasn't missed, just keeps going. He is... The most fun and the only player, you know, on the road or anywhere that I've ever seen that people show up for doors open time just just to see that. That's like a show in and of itself. Like, forget the game. Like, that's people come for that. Um, but I will say this. The Warriors are kind of in like a weird, 
a weird thing right now. So yeah. was it last night? Lost the map. Yeah, I, I just they yeah. got to figure that out. They got a little bit of time left. Nobody's running away with it. Like the Suns obviously are doing what they're doing, but yeah, they got to figure that out. And I hope they do it soon because I want the I want the playoffs to be fun. I don't want to be bored. That's all I ask. That's it. I I actually watched a bit of the game yesterday, and here's what blew me away. Uh, with Draymond Green, they are world beaters. Mm -hmm. Like the record's insane. Every stat is is better, obviously, with Draymond. Right. Without Draymond, they're like middle of the pack. You know, still a playoff team, sure. but they're just they're just guys. And Steph's all time, but like he's not enough clearly. So, is Draymond just sort of like saving it till the end? Like I don't quite understand where they are with him. He's in, he's out. What, what do we think we can get from him? I don't playoffs? know. I don't really know. Like I hope so because I think basketball is more fun when Draymond Green's out there for a variety of reasons. Uh, yeah, I, I mean. I don't know. Like, I, I hope that's what the plan is because I want them to be at their best strength moving into this thing. Because if it is a Suns war, you know, if it comes down to those two teams, like, I want that to be a fun thing. I want Chris Paul back. I want everybody ready so that we can get the best version of all of this. But yeah, to think, I mean, that's funny too, because every year I feel like there's some sort of sub debate about Draymond Green's value to the league. And every time I'm like, I think it's high, but who am I? Just a girl with a hat. Of, it's the opposite of the Harden conversation. Oh, I mean, he's got he's got tangibles and intangibles, and it's all valuable, all of it. Mm -hmm. That's all I know about that. Yeah, Draymond Green. Draymond Green to me is like an offensive line on a Super Bowl team. Like yeah. people are going to talk about the quarterback or the receiver, or whoever. But if you don't have a great offensive line, yeah. you're not really going anywhere. If you don't have Draymond Green, they're not really an actual contender. Yeah, he's not like one of the quote unquote sexy pieces, but he's he's damn important. And I think people are probably maybe figuring that out now, but I've given up trying to figure out what people know. <laughs> it's, it's a very <laughs> weird place to go. <laughs> Next. Um, okay, so here's a trend that started a few years ago that is now just so overblown. I can't even believe I'm teeing this up to you. But basically, <laughs> a college recruit named Trevante Citizen. Ooh, that's a good name. That's his name. Okay. Yeah, I guess. Uh, he had four hats laid out in front of him. You know, he was doing the whole bit where he's got his family there and there's a bunch of people. We can't see him, but there's a bunch of people who are apparently on pins and needles waiting <laughs> to find out where he's going to go to college. So he picks up one hat and he puts it on and everyone goes, oh, and then he, no, 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 oh, it's not that one. Then the next hat and he does it again. And again, then he, get, he gets Miami's hat on, but then he takes it off. Oh. But then you know what he did? <gasps> he went back to Miami. Oh! Whoa! Whoa! So is it Miami? <laughs> it's Miami. So, that, so he's going that was to Miami. The he's going, he's going to the U. Yeah. Uh, look. I, I hate this tradition. I know, but... I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. This is where you and I, our age, really become sort of an obstacle more than usual, right? Like, the world we <laughs> live in... More than the poop stuff? <laughs> no, more, more, even more than the poop stuff, believe it or not. That we live in... You know, it takes two seconds on any social media platform to see this. We live in the most narcissistic self-important times i would argue in the history of mankind everything that everybody does according to that person is the most important thing that's happened on that day um there's really no sense of reality or perspective anymore and it's i'm not blaming him by the way i just think there's that thing that people need the attention the focus the spotlight and you know it's he's a kid and so in this particular case eh. now he might look back on that in his 30s and cringe a little bit i don't know i don't know where we're headed as humanity goes but 
I get it. Like, it's kind of where we are. Everyone wants to be like the big drama and look at this. And it's cheesy. I mean, I, to me, it's just corny. That's all. I, I don't even care. It's just corny. <laughs> it's like not creative at all. Especially with the put it on and, oh, oh got, got, got uh, your just, nose. <laughs> that's stupid. That's see, Gabe actually that's buried what really, like the worst part of it though for me was that, so we had the four hats. He went one by one. Miami was the fourth. He came to the third, or the sorry, with the fourth was LSU. Put that down, then went under the table to get a different yeah. Miami hat. Yeah, that's poor. That's poor execution and um, bad timing. Really, it's showbiz baby. Timing. Yeah, showbiz is all about well, timing and delivery, and that ain't it. <laughs> that's what bothered me. I wasn't offended for all the things yeah, you just said, Beetle, about be. narcissism and the way society's changed. And I was offended as a producer. I was like, who who That's right. came up with this? We had like traumatic. the performance. I agree. Like somebody in the family, one person had to have had some sort of inkling that I gotta let's try this way. What do you think about this idea? And maybe that would have really hit better, but it would have popped, as they like to say. <laughs> it did but not. You can hear someone in the background, I don't know if it's you know his dad or a coach or some other, you hear a male voice say, put up the you sign. In the while he's doing it, you hear them like giving him stage Sir. direction. Oh, that's it's just that's a bad pageant, mom. That's bad. No, mm -mm. I did yeah. like. Ma oh, mom had the the she had the t-shirt under her sweatshirt. So as soon as yeah. he had put the hat on for real, <laughs> unzip, boom, she's got the you thing. So they all knew there was no surprise. Maybe they'll cringe later in life. Maybe they'll look back and be like, "Ah, eh, that was not as cool as I thought it was." But maybe they won't. It's the human experience. <laughs> exactly. It is what it is. Oh, next. <laughs> okay. Uh, you talked about this earlier a little bit. College basketball had a very crazy Saturday where seven of the top 10 teams lost, including all of the top six. That's uh, weird. Which is bad news for a lot of college basketball fans. Um, or not. Exciting. March, February madness. Um, yeah. But one lucky better turned a $520 oh. bet, a three-leg parlay against Texas Tech, Arizona, and Gonzaga, and made Damn. 40 grand. That's awesome. God, that makes me so happy for someone. It, that's like, yeah, that's one of those, I mean, six of the, that's weird to me. I did see that. I didn't watch it, obviously, because the month didn't start with the letter M yet, so that's I didn't right. care. But mm -hmm. uh, 520 and a 40 grand, I'd like to say that's a good investment, sir, or ma'am, whoever you are. Well done. Also, it, I do like things like that because it makes people go nuts. And the people that I follow that are college basketball gurus just had a field day. And for them, I was happy. You know, gave him something to talk about before March Madness. And that's all they want. That's all they want. We're going to get some of those gurus on here in the next few oh, weeks. Oh, good. So we can fill out some brackets. Because right. I swear yeah, to God, we, if we, I don't we, win some money doing something, I'm going to get real pissed. Okay, go on. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Uh, all right. We got uh, one or two more things to run by you, Beetle. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Oh, boy. I don't know how to bring this one up. I think that you're going to probably not let me finish this. But um, Floyd no! Mayweather was seen. Okay. No. All right. Is he cool. still with us? Uh, he's still alive. Mm. Like on and, planet Earth? Uh, and around. Mm. He's still on planet Earth. He was uh, seen at a heat game wearing lots and lots of jewelry. So much jewelry. You know why I know yeah, this? Uh, because they played the Spurs and I worked the game. Uh, and I will say this about... Do you get a chance to interview him? No, they're in Miami. Weird. You think he's in San Antonio? Oh. Shoot. No, he was with Antonio Brown wearing sunglasses indoors and A-Rod was sitting next to them. Um, it, was, it was as if Mr. T was in idiocracy and they decided to just amplify the ridiculousness of the chains whether they're real or not i don't care i just it's i see bad investments all over that but i will say this shout out to the spurs crew daniel ashcraft kickerillo all those guys we saw it in the truck and we had the footage but we never put it on the air because there's no oh. reason 
to give this clown any more airtime than he already gets. Kudos, goes for his go. Well, I'm but sorry, we did we mock the hell out of it in private. This. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's funny. No, but we did have fun. Because, you know, I, I call the games with Sean Elliott. And Sean Elliott is very much in the old get off my lawn camp with the rest of us. And we had a field day. The fashion was just, it's Miami. It's Miami courtside on a Saturday night. Guess how great that was. <laughs> I was worried about, the, I, I do you think, think they got tangled? You know how chains get tangled like that? That stresses me out. It just, it looks Let's just take away who it is, right? Let's just look, look sure. at it through the eyes of like fashion. It looks ridiculous. It's at least, I mean, one of the chains is a good two inches thick. Like it's, it's a chain. So if it's real, which I'm sure he'll tell us it is, it's very heavy. That's already a problem. Your it's neck's going to hurt. Neck. I don't get it. <laughs> it's a lot. There was a lot of, there was a lot of congregating down there in between quarters. There was a lot of blinged out watches. I would, I, I think not all of those are real, by the way. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't get it. So you're wearing seven houses on your neck. What does that mean? <laughs> like, can you, I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, uh, I have a couple follow-up questions. One, do we think that there maybe is like a Mr. T kind of reference going on here? That's what I think when I look at it. No. I mean. Maybe he's got some special love for Mr. T. That would be cool. <laughs> like, no. It's a shout out to Mr. T. Yeah. Mr. No. T I mean, if it is, great. That's the only good thing about that person that you could probably say. <laughs> that's, that's a really right. generous, Second, generous that's a, take by you. That's a I'm, I'm just looking, looking for the positives here. Other possible th angle on this. Uh, do you think that A-Rod. Oh who is, of course, famously cautious with his image. Mm. Uh, do you think that he was nervous about being caught on camera around these two guys? No. Do you think that it crossed A-Rod's mind? Like, oh, man, no. this is going to be, I'm going to need my team on this. No, I don't think celebrity world thinks that way. Um, mm. I, especially like kind of sports celebrity world. I think scandals come and go and there's, it's more important to sort of be seen down there because it, it, it there, it was, a spectacle, I think, between like maybe it was coming back out of halftime. Uh, there had to be like 20 people on the court around that area. And it was it was insane. I was like, what are they doing? So, yeah, I think it's more important to be seen as sort of in versus the quality of the people that you're around. Is Do what you I think, think that between the two, like if he's sitting there with those two people, he comes out looking the most normal. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like a there saint. What if Floyd Mayweather has like a QVC line of cubic zirconium chains and this was like the launch and now we're going to see him on the old QVC selling us some goods. That would be, you know, what he who he should partner with. Uh, <laughs> an entrepreneur and business mogul we've talked about on this very show before. Famously proud of being cheap. Chad Ochocinco. Oh, for if sure. Chad helped Great him call. market the fake, the fake jewelry. The two of them together Maybe they'll buy Claire's. get a real business going. Ooh, yeah. that's yeah, I saw that. Okay, okay. Because at the end of the day, we know he has money, so we're so, we're yeah. to assume it's real. But I've always argued those are the people that can actually get away with wearing the fake stuff. Like JLo could wear that's a right. $1000 fake diamond ring that's purported to be like $3 million and we just assume it's the $3 million version because it's JLo. So that's yeah, I get it. That's what I would do. Why would you want to risk having your finger chopped off for nothing? <laughs> I don't know where they're going, that their fingers are getting chopped off, but it could happen. <laughs> yeah, let's... <laughs> okay. What else? That's, okay. by the way, that is three more minutes more than I've ever wanted to spend on um, Floyd Mayweather. So what, what else but, you got? But it was jewelry. It, it was, was jewelry It talk. was jewelry. And girls do Chinese. be loving their jewelries. <laughs> Us girls. Right. 
<laughs> what else? Did I, I don't think there's anything else meaningful that okay. we missed, Beetle. Okay. But uh, but there is some stuff coming up on this show this month that we should probably tell people. Okay, about. talk to me. Uh, and I have I have some TV takes that I want to get to. So oh, you want to take a break? Uh, are we? I think we probably should, but I think we need to start to tease the this month's TV draft because it's a big one. Oh, that's right. We are in a new month, uh, which means it's a new TV draft. We're going to change it up a little bit, give it a little zhuzh, uh, sass it, if you will. But there are some good shows, believe it or not, launching in the month of March. That's the beauty of television these days. Every month gives us treasures. And I can't, well, I for one know too that I'm definitely drafting. And if you two touch them or not draft, whatever. Anyways, taking a break, come back. We'll talk about it. Welcome back. We are we're wrapping things up here on this episode of What Did I Miss? Um, but yes, March is uh, new television time, new shows coming out, new movies coming out, new everything coming out. So we will be obviously talking about it. It's very important that we do. Um, and we had the SAG Awards last night, which I'm sure both of you watched in its entirety, correct? Including Red Carpet? No minutes. Absolutely. Didn't yes. even know it was a thing. Zero, zero minutes spent. <laughs> All minutes. Yes. I, I yeah, watched I enough to know that I've seen no movies. <laughs> yeah. Just, but I did. Can I just say this? I watched Old Henry and the movie Pig over the weekend, um, both of which I found to be very entertaining and I highly recommend. So that is my, my, my gift to anybody listening today. I would watch both of those. Pig was the lovely and delightful. A surprise. Pig is the Nick one Cage. where Nick Cage plays Nick Cage. Nick right? plays Nick Cage, uh, like the like the woods version. Um, and his only companion in life is his truffle pig. Sure. And it goes from there. I like to say it's a mix of John Wick meets Fisher King meets uh, Anthony Bourdain, if you will. Like it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's if that doesn't Whoa. sell it, I honestly, there's nothing else that could. It's it's a beautiful, lovely. Just you're in your feelings. That's all I'll say. And Old Henry, I don't know why Old Henry didn't get more love because I know Power of the Dog's getting all of it and it's a Western theme, whatever. But Old Henry was hella entertaining. 99 minutes, which is exactly what a movie should be, kept me on my toes yep. the whole time, never looked at my phone once, and that's how I judge movies. Okay. What else did I miss? I'm here for the Stephen Dorff uh, renaissance Bro, that seems to have killed started. killed it. Killed it. Yeah. There are only like eight actors in the whole movie. And it's, uh, it's yeah. I, that's the thing. I, I I always wanted to do like a reviewing system where how many times did I look at my phone? That's like mm-hmm. instead of stars or whatever, tomato, rotten tomatoes, because that for me is the is the gauge. If I don't even think about looking at my phone, then I'm all in. And I was all in on old Henry. So anywho, we have a voicemail. What do we have? We have a oh, voicemail. God. Yeah, we can. Uh, we'll I get just, nervous. We'll just play it. We're going to play. <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Okay. Hi, this is Anders from Kentucky, and I oh. have a couple questions for Beetle. Uh, first of all, thank you for doing the pod. Absolutely my favorite pod right now. Can't wait for the next episode to come out. First question, why the heck is this pod not called Beatles Juice? Too easy. <laughs> way too easy. Second question, love the story of the jaywalking ticket after the suck it chop. Wondering if we can get a rundown of all of Beatles tickets and in <laughs> interactions with police um, in her last five to ten years. I think we all love it. Thanks again for the pod. Absolutely love it. Bye. Okay, that's awesome. Saunders from Kentucky, like like Colonel Saunders. I'm going to just go ahead and make it that. Sure. doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. Beatles juice. Um, I think because that's disgusting and people might put a little innuendo on that, or I would anyways, and that's really all that matters, isn't it? <laughs> Secondly, um, yeah, look, I, <laughs> kids, I try to be respectful to police officers. Um, 
I do have a heavy foot. I do have a problem with authority. Sometimes I may or may not have been snippy, um, but not in the not in the bad way, not in the do you know who I am kind of um, <laughs> toe lot kind of way <laughs> videos that get out. But just, yeah, I, I like to speed and sometimes I sort of have fun with it. I have been known to make myself cry on occasion. I have also one time used the old potty situation and I'm in a hurry and that actually got me out of it. He let me go. I don't know if it was my face that convinced him that I was not lying or what have you. Maybe the sweat that was happening. I have no idea. <laughs> but it was like, I got to go, sir. And if, if you need to write me a ticket, write it. But let's go. I don't have time. And so that was got it. But yeah, the, the, the jaywalking in LA one was by far my favorite. I mean, I've had friends get jaywalking tickets and I've sort of laughed at that from afar. But jaywalking to me is the funniest law that exists in the world. So <laughs> I stand by that. It still is stupid. <laughs> This uh, this Saunders guy was a real tester for the producers behind the scenes. Here. He basically <laughs> said, hey, Beetle, why did you name your show what you named it? Shouldn't you get a lawyer and come up with some like copyright issues for your producers to solve? And hey, also, can you admit to some crimes or bad behavior that your producers are going to have to edit out after you talk? No, about I didn't. It? I didn't. Saunders. I have no crimes. Speeding. Okay. I mean, it's just taking a lot of risks here, Saunders. I appreciate the call. I hope more people will call with similar questions. Me too. That was a, that was a scary one to listen to. I want to. Saunders to call back and be like, have you ever killed a man and how did you do it? <laughs> and like, <laughs> that'll be my vow. Well, Saunders, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Here's how That's I would great. do it in the great words of O.J. Simpson. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, did we get everything in? I feel like we did. Look yeah. at us. Look at us doing another podcast, another million in the bank. The Olympics, the Olympics ended and we basically never talked about it. Baseball should be starting. We haven't really talked well, about it. Well, it should but be yeah, starting. We're cruising along. By the way, Michael okay. Che had an Olympic joke over Saturday Night Live. I, oh, Saturday Night Live had some good moments. I, I would go watch the yes. Conan stuff. Shout yes. out Conan O'Brien, a treasure and a gift. Um, that's it for us, you guys. Subscribe. Do all the good things you're supposed to do. We'll see you guys Thursday. As a reminder, Saunders, I know you know, but maybe tell your friends about the number, 631-397-0403. Ask us anything, like literally anything. I have no problem answering it. Gabe might. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>